everyone, and welcome to a very laid-back episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, episode 38? Is yes, that, it's is, 38. Is that the one? Yes, okay. it's 38 today. Uh, it's going to have a nice, relaxing time today. This is What a Beautiful Podcast, npr I'm your host, James Cunningham. I'm Ira Flato. Welcome to Science Fridays. <laughs> Welcome today, to Joe's Wednesdays. Today, we're going to talk about a little-known comic book series from Japan called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And right now, we're on part three, Stardust Crusaders, on the fourth part of the arc known as The Lovers. Why are you talking like William Shatner in The Twilight Zone? Because this is how the people on public radio talk. Is it? I... All right. I don't know. Okay. All right. Drop. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't actually I'm listen to public asleep. radio. <laughs> I used to when I didn't have like a good uh, car stereo setup, but I don't know. I, I I would fall asleep if I kept talking in that voice. Just <laughs> you would like, literally just pass uh, pass out. But yeah, we're on fucking Lovers Part Four, and it's still a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, but it's fun to look at it. No, least. yeah, it's it's good looking nonsense, and and the end is like separated from the rest of it the end is one of my favorite parts in all of stardust crusaders so like oh yeah the end is a very a very uh cathartic finish to an otherwise like really little arc yeah so we're gonna we're gonna go through lovers and then we're gonna do the sun and then we're gonna spend whatever time we have left doing rohan at the louvre so why don't we just get started so you open up the first page of uh, lovers part four chapter 163 and we see Kakyoin and Joey looking at a TV with a brain on it. It's Joey's, Joey's brain. brain. It's just this, this really anatomical picture of this brain. And Polnareff and Kakyoin are inside Joey with his, with their stands. And like, yeah, this is it, folks. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is just the rest of this, so. Yeah, they're so small. And in this one page where they're standing on top of this blood vessel, like, their proportions are super fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know what perspective is going on here with uh, Silver Chariot, but it's weird. It's super thick. I don't, like, <laughs> what is going on, man? I don't know, um, but, yeah. Keeping and this continues this to not... small is hard. It requires a lot of stand energy. What's stand energy? I don't know. <laughs> stand energy. Is oh, that the word? A wave energy? Think you could defeat me with stand energy? No. Point being is that this continues to not make any sense, and nothing like this is ever done in again in the re- no. in, in JoJo going forward. So never. It's like, weird. If you could just make your stand bigger or smaller, I would be super overpowered. Like they never do it again. Like wh- why don't they do this to everybody? Yeah. Why doesn't Jotaro just make Star Platinum super big? And then just, like, smush other stands with his big hand. Or like, or if it's, like, if we're going by Ant-Man logic, make him really small so that the potential energy of his fists are, like, triple. Uh, Ant-Man logic is a special kind of logic. <laughs> it's so it's cool, a, though. Uh, it's really cool. I like that movie a lot. But it's yeah. Like, when you think about it, it's like, huh? Hmm. All right. I guess. Yeah, that's the thing, though, is that it is a comic from the '50s. It doesn't make any sense, and this doesn't make any sense either. So, eh, fair enough. You know. Yeah. So Fuck anyway, 
no cut back just right cut back to cut back to jorts and dan of steel over here and dan is still making jotaro his bitch and it's 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 hard to wa- it's hard to look at man it's yeah, hard jorts hates this also i came up with a great name for steely dan i think you'll like okay lay it on me danny stainless Holy shit. It sounds so good. Danny Stainless. <laughs> That's the American adaptation. Oh it's my like, god. Look at this fucking Danny Stainless over here. <laughs> fucking That's Kimbuk. so good. That's yeah. that's one of the best things you've ever said, Jack. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> fucking low bar over here. Oh man. So yeah, George is scratching his back. Yeah, and, and uh, it's it's not good. No, George and then cut back it. to cut back to the rest of the crew, and Joey is screaming. Yeah, because the um, George is tickling uh, Steely's back, and that's getting being transmitted to Joey. So he's making a scene outside of this. Uh, man, I forget Pakistan. Are they in Pakistan? I think so. Uh, one like one of them outside of this. Uh, electronics store with his hands to the glass just screaming while Polnareff and Kakyoin are forced to just like stand here and be weird next to this old man <laughs> and then they start gathering a crowd and it's so funny because um Polnareff's like Kakyoin go buy the television let's get out of this damn crowd how pitiful let's give them some money it's not easy having an older relative like that <laughs> oh Joey can't catch a break Meanwhile, oh. inside Joey, uh, Hierophant Green and Silver Chariot are fighting ACDC. They really are, though. <laughs> they're, they're basically fighting a bunch of intestines. Um, I don't think the, that's what intestines look like. I, I'm it, an expert. It's, and it's I, just I, tubes. It's just tubes. Yeah, but those they look like worms. Yeah, like, if you strung out like all your especially your small intestines it would just look like a weird squiggly worm all right well let's make a a further point on this i don't (laughs) know if you if a person could survive their intestines doing what joey's intestines are doing right now no matter how much i'm just saying how much weight no matter how much wave energy you have you can't survive that yeah this is just like the spore going nutso in here um (laughs) And Lovers is snipping at pieces of, I think it's Joey's brain. Yeah, he's using his clamp-shaped hands to dig up Mr. Joestar's brain cells and feed them to the spore. Hmm. Gross. Oh, man, I, I just got a new headcanon. <laughs> oh, if no. Thi- what if this is the reason why Joey is a bit slow in part four? <laughs> oh, no. It's, that's really sad. Yeah, that is really sad. No, I mean, he, he stays pretty good throughout the rest of part three. I feel like if he was going to have some kind of brain deficiency from getting a yeah, chunk it chopped off. Yeah, it would have happened right here. Yeah, Joey would have immediately just went all dementia on us. Yeah, but he's just snipping at pieces of the brain. But we saw that they're so small right now that, like, it doesn't even matter. No, Whatever. it's, like, almost impossible to even gauge the scale because, like, they're yeah, on top of the... it's a stand fight. Yeah, but the problem is that they're on, they're on his brain... But these blood vessels look huge. But if they were small enough so that these blood vessels look like fucking vines, then they they would be. Ugh, it just doesn't make any sense. Like the brain, they wouldn't be able to like stand 
on the brain like this. It's so weird. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> in this fight, though, we get some excellent Silver Chariot looking frightened. Just, like, distressed and, like, not wanting to be here at all. Yeah, we haven't really reached peak Silver Chariot looks stupid yet. Uh, we're we're getting we're like there. we're slowly getting there, but it hasn't happened just yet. Because in these few panels here, where he's fighting the crab man. He looks pretty cool. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Weird yeah. pupils aside, I still don't like his pupils. But oh yeah, he's got pupils. I we talked about this. Yeah, I don't like it when they're there. I never liked it when we're there. Although, and then on this panel here, where the the you did it panel, uh, Hierophant <laughs> Green, it kind of looks sad. Yeah. It looks like somebody hurt him. Yeah, maybe it always looks like that, because Kakyoin is kind of a bummer. <laughs> what if that's just how he looks? And Silver Chariot pulling off a very cool power pose here. Like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just getting in there with that rapier. But, eh. Silver Chariot... Not to mention Silver... that you can't really slash things with a rapier. But that's, I mean, not, that's neither here nor there at this point. <laughs> I think it's been established that Silver Chariot is so fast that it doesn't even matter. Right. Um, so they turn the Crabman to goop. Yeah, but it turns out that wasn't the Crabman. It was a clone <laughs> made from brain cells. And the thing, the Crabman also made a Hierophant Green clone of Hierophant Green out of brain cells. And then uppercuts Silver Chariot through its very large chest. Yikes. And then, so the pornograph is coughing up blood, and then we do get this really, like, really excellent uh, drawing of lovers on this bottom panel where he's like, Cree! This, you this... fools were tricked so easily! <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. This, like, weird, weirdly squished drawing of lovers with this stock-ass comic book panel background. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, whoever did the coloring for, like, the tones of the background, like, needs a medal or a yeah. drink. Like, because they did a good job. He used a mash of brain cells to disguise himself as my hero, Fat Green. Um, yeah. And Everyone's are they, like, are they watching time. the TV to know what's going on inside Joe's head? I'm like, I'm sorry, but this, like, it continues to not make any sense to me. Like, do Yeah, they... that's the framing device. Like, they're watching this happen in Joey's mind, so but we're shouldn't watching they just them know? watch it. Shouldn't they well, just know? Like, uh, the stand is an extension hmm. of them. Yeah, but if they can't see it, then the stand can't see it, so they need to be watching the brain to do the moves. <laughs> Oh. Fuck that. Because <laughs> remember Ebony Devil when Polnareff was stuck under the bed and he couldn't right. do anything because he couldn't see anything? So, like, they have to do this, I guess, even... Uh, That's yeah. fucking stupid. Stand rules. Yeah, <laughs> moving stu- on, we cut back to Jorts and Danny Stainless over here. Oh, Danny Stainless. <laughs> um, now Jorts is polishing Danny's shoes. Um, Danny's just like kicking jorts in the face like i'm in such a good mood right now you have to shine my shoes until they're bright as i want them i want to see the bright sky reflect off of them and jorts turns away starts scribbling in his notebook and dan gets real mad he's like what are you hey you bitch what are you writing <laughs> that's a, this hey, is a really good panel though. hey you bitch <laughs> um 
and Jorts is writing down a list of all the times Danny has wronged him so he can pay him back later. <laughs> this this is just, again, furthering to this being one of the most the most Jotaro things that ever happens. Oh, great. In all of Jotaro's Bizarre Adventure. Jotaro's in it a lot, but this last bit of Lovers is just building to be, oh god, I can't wait. It's so good. I'm writing down everything you owe me. I'll make sure you pay for them. I can be forgetful. That's why I'm writing it down. Excellent. Great. So part, part five, five. Back in part... the brain. <laughs> chariot is bleeding from its <laughs> mouth? Oh, God. What does Silver Chariot's mouth look like? Oh, God. I don't want to know. Because we already know Hierophant Green has lips under there. Unfortunately. Oh. Oh, God. oh, going by, like, Silver Chariot's eye sockets, it's really wrinkled and gross. Hmm. <laughs> So, Lovers starts multiplying using uh, the brain cells to make dummy clones that it can also control? That doesn't really make sense. Nope. Um, Moving on. Yeah. In in light of this, Kakyoin uses tried and tested move, Emerald Splash. Gets what it done it every do? time. Gets it Fuck done all. every time. <laughs> doesn't do anything. Imagine uh, if, if the Kamehameha was like stupid uh, yeah imagine if it just like did imagine if goku does that and it does nothing and it's a laughing stock every time it happens that is emerald splash and that is why higher fan green is such a joke because it does fucking nothing yeah it the times where it does cool stuff is the time when it's just like not attacking and it's just using its stretchy powers yeah so like yeah um but they're attacking this big horde of dummy lover clones with Emerald Splash, and there's more and more, and the real one is hiding somewhere, and <laughs> it's just a lot of pages of these crab men. Ugh. Polnareff, that's enough. Get your stand back. I can't bear seeing you get hurt for the sake of my brain. For God's sake, I can't stand seeing things come to this. <laughs> As Polnareff is on the ground bleeding. Oh, they they bought the TV. I just realized that. They <laughs> yeah, the they, they, they're now in a different area. They're <laughs> just like on the side of the street, like with this television. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get this great, like... This 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 looks like a kind of fucking Scooby Doo with oh my god Silver Chariot and Hierophant Green looking horribly distressed with all, all of these th- most <laughs> most 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 terrifying stand of all. <laughs> Great. The, the the Silver Chariot and Hierophant Green's faces here are just priceless, absolutely priceless. I would watch that buddy cop movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut back again. We're going back and forth between Danny Stainless and. Uh, in the the man with two brains so uh, jorts and danny are in uh, a jewelry store and danny wants jorts to steal this gold bracelet with uh, his stand power and while the salesman's back is turned jorts does it because otherwise joseph's gonna die so we see <laughs> we see star platinum hand just going through and just grabbing this bracelet and it's like oh man all right why are you stealing? Why are you stealing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being a bad man? Yeah, because then Danny... he comes. Get, then he gets punked by these fuckos. These fucking yeah, because Danny just turns on him. It's like, hey, that guy is shoplifting. You prick. <laughs> uh, so the store bouncers, I guess, just beat the shit out of Jorts, and it sucks. He this panel where he gets hit. hit, he gets hit in the back with this bat, and Jorts's face 
like <laughs> it's uh I'm, I'm gonna take a snapshot of that real quick yeah that's very for, important for the album like ugh. <laughs> oh man get out Short. of our country you loser um wow wow just going right for it <laughs> take this you thief um, so while George was getting his ass beat, Danny took the chance to steal a better gold thing from the store. And it's like, oh, I was able, I was able to get something better. And George just starts laughing because <laughs> he knows he's going to beat the fuck out of Danny later. It's like, I have much, <clears throat> I have much more to look forward to when I kick your ass and I'm excited about it. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> just a good Good jorts moment. And holy shit, this this bottom panel on the next page of Hierophant Green pointing at you, it literally just looks like they used, like, the comic book filter from, like, MacBook cameras. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. From Photo Booth. Yeah, that's what oh, this looks man. like. This is horrible. But funny enough, on the very next page, we get a really cool drawing of Hierophant Green. <laughs> yeah, this is what... When it when it had those fucked up proportions in like the beginning of part four, I was like, "Why does it have backwards knees?" Oh wait, because Hairfan Green has backwards knees. Yeah. It. Oh, I can make this reference. It looks like Torvo from uh, Manos Hands of Fate. Oh god. <laughs> Torgo. Torgo. Yeah, Torgo. Do you know that that guy killed himself with a shotgun? Yikes. Yeah, like three weeks before the movie premiered. I mean, that just um, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here, Frank Green is doing his best Torgo impression uh, because he was able to uh, do this weird biomechanical Giger web across uh, Joey's brain to suss out the real lovers. And he grabs him and hits him right, right in the face with an emerald. It's just like, yeah, you are the real one, smack. And Danny gets a nice, nice head wound. Um, yeah, the tides are turning as we move into uh, part six, the final and much anticipated part of the lovers. Yep. So basically, uh, basically, Danny, uh, Danny Stainless over here is now trying to escape Joey's brain because yeah. he's getting the, he's getting hurt now. So that's bad. Yeah. And he's yeah. a little bitch boy, and is now going to run away. Look at how detailed the wrinkles on Joey's face oh, are. Oh, God. It's, it's horrifying. It's like he's melting. <laughs> so Lovers is flying out of Joey's brain on the way back to Danny. Um, and while this is happening, George takes uh, takes advantage of the situation and grabs the back of Danny's stupid hair, ready to get, ready to get a beat down on him. And Danny tries to buy some time by licking George's shoes. But please don't kill me, Sir Jotaro Kujo. Lick, lick, lick. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is, this is oh God, this is such a good thumbnail. Which one? Please don't kill me. Oh, please yeah. don't kill me, Sir <laughs> Jotaro Kujo. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and lovers is rushing back and going to go right into George's ears. I didn't know George had earrings. I didn't notice that. Oh, um, I guess we're never really usually this, like, close up to yeah, it. Yeah, we never see a giant jorts ear, like, <laughs> taking up half the panel. Um, and just as it's about to go in, Star Platinum comes out with the with the catch. 
and just like gets it between thumb and forefinger because star platinum can catch a bullet so this was nothing um and just kind of squeezes a little bit yep and it breaks pretty much every bone in danny's body <laughs> yeah going by what happens uh i'd say his arm his most of his leg and then his other arm I knew you were going to do something like this. Don't you know that my stand, Star Platinum, has incredible eyesight and reflexes? Are you sure you did your research on us? As Danny is writhing on the ground. <laughs> no, oh. oh, God, this is where it starts. Yes. <laughs> oh. And as Jorts turns around, it's like, all right, you're not lying, are you? I'll punch you a thousand times if I see you again. I'm not lying. I would never lie. Get out of my sight. And then fucking Frieza over here just pulls out a knife and takes this uh, local girl hostage because lovers just went into her. Um, it's worth pointing out before we move on that there's this one panel on the previous page that Judder is like, your Stan? And then Danny's like, no, I mean the great and majestic one Stan <laughs> is more powerful than any other Stan in the world. I really thought I didn't stand a chance against you, so I brought Mog back. He's oh, crying. God, what a fuck boy. <laughs> but now he doesn't he does he thought like an idiot and decided to uh call Jorts's bluff um or take advantage of his kindness and pulls out this switchblade that grows in size from panel to panel. <laughs> um and George's like, go ahead, do it. And Danny can't move and Jatara slowly moves the fist with the knife back into Danny's face. Yikes. <laughs> Just like clunk. Um, and it turns out that Lovers has been restrained by Hierophant Green ever since it was first tagged. Uh, so Danny's just in a bad place. It's like, please let me go. You should have asked Mercy for Manya, the woman you killed. We had no intention of ever letting you go in the first place. Now get up. D Dio, at least he paid me. I'll give you that. Yeah, yari, yari. Yari. You truly are the lowest scum of all mankind. The debt that you owe can't be paid with money. <laughs> and, just... and here, here we have Star Platinum and, J and Jorts' heads with... Uh, th their bodies are replaced with fists. Oh, they're fist men now. <laughs> oh, now and here we go. sons of fists. We get a full two pages of auras. <laughs> oh, man, the coloring on this is top notch. Yep. It's oh just, god, it's so good. Danny gets pulverized. I'm sorry, I make that three full pages of auras. Oh yeah, because the last one is just all uppercuts, <laughs> like Danny into the sky, putting just craters all over his fucking shitty body. Yeah, and he careens into into a tower in the distance. Jorts rips off the receipt of all the things he did. Danny did to him and tosses it on the ground. Here's your receipt. Fucko. And no, that that's is Jotaro's signature. Oh, yeah. It, it, I do not like the, the, this part. It's not great. It's, yeah. It's, there's some it's, fun stuff, but it's like, what happened Overall, here? it's nonsense. Mm. So, now, we have personal favorite part of mine. The Sun, part one. This is a two-part little, little mini-arc. Yeah, a nice little breather. Yeah. And 
the Joe's crew is driving down the uh, driving down this uh, thoroughfare. I don't know what city they're in. Morocco, Where did they get maybe? this car? Where do they keep getting these cars? Joey just buys cars <laughs> like people buy meals. He's like, <laughs> ah, I need a new car. All right. Hey, Speedwagon peeps, give, give me a car. Fly one in. And then we get this panel that, for whatever reason, uh, Joey and Polnareff got these fucking cloaks that they never use ever. Oh, shit. I love these. <laughs> yeah. They look like and Jedi. Yeah, they got them out of nowhere, and for whatever reason, Jorts and Kakyoin didn't get one. Like, Araki just felt like <laughs> only giving them to Joey Jorts and is already wearing a cloak. Let's be real. <laughs> And I don't know what Kakyoin's whole situation is. He's got like a onesie. Like, eh. Oh, they're in Abu Dhabi. And All every, right, that explains why everything ev- looks nice. Yeah, everything is rich on the surface. And they think they're being followed because they've been stand attacked, like, from from the beginning. Um, a lot of car talk in here. And after Wheel of Fortune, I'm just really over some car talk. Yeah, it's mostly just exposition about how they're going to continue on with their trip. But then you get to this part where there's camels. Well, I, I want to point out uh, Jorts' good line, because Joey wants to take a Cessna across the Saudi Arabian desert. Uh, although, I've been trying to... What was my Joey voice? Although, I've been trying to avoid using airplanes for the sake of innocence. We will be the only people in the aircraft this time. I'll be flying the Cessna. This will shorten our travel time by a lot. I don't really want to board a Cessna with someone who went through three plane crashes. <laughs> Joey gets to be in his bonnet here and it's like, well then, we have to first cross the desert to get to the village of Yarpline. If we use camels, it should only take one day. I love the uh, specific, like, every time George talks about it, he specifically refers to it as a Cessna. Like, he doesn't just change it to uh Yeah, everyone's calling it a Cessna. It's like, like I get it, it's a specific kind of plane. But it's a fucking plane. Yeah. And we're done with car talk, and now it's camel talk. <laughs> Lots of good Joey panels here. They're all good. Every I like single how one. the camels have different hairstyles. <laughs> uh, so Joey tries to make a camel sit and ends up just climbing this camel like a mountain. It's like, you, you, gotta, you gotta make them sit, then get on. You, you make them sit, and then you get on. It's got to sit down any any minute now. Hey, j- hey, just sit down. Damn it, you dumb animal. <laughs> so, Joey admits that he's only uh, seen people riding camels in Lawrence of Arabia, but he's seen it three times, but he fell asleep during two of those times. So, uh, it's a wash. And then uh, this camel just slobbers all over Joey. <laughs> this camel freaks the fuck out. It's so weird that the camel is looking at you, the reader, oh, it, it, while it's doing this. It's such a weird drawing. Yeah. And as Joey is covered in camel spit, it's like, it makes for great sunscreen. Didn't you know that? <laughs> and tries to give the, uh, the camel an apple, and it finally sits down. And I wonder if this is... Uh, english here it's like look here see it sat down if you take the time to understand it'll sit down for you ha 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 <laughs> this, this this is a good joey joey uh face right here hang on the, 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 <laughs> gotta, like, gotta take a hot cap of that yeah just like him pointing at his head and pointing down 
It's like, yeah, I'm a smart boy. <laughs> Mama didn't raise no dummies. It's like, all right, Joey, you did you, you did pretty pretty good this time. He's fine. You didn't crash a plane. Uh, but then immediately the camel tries to throw him off, and it's, he's just uh, it's camel time. Yeah, it's, it's camel time. But we we get some classic Iraqi exposition about the way the camels walk. Yeah, and this this. Uh, bubble is so loaded that they didn't even need this other bubble over here and they just left it blank. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that other bubble was for in Japanese. I don't know, but I like that Joey riding the camel is happening off screen and it's just uh, Polner F. Jorts and Kakuin watching him fail. It's like, huh? Huh? And all huh? these panels of just their eyes following it is so good. <laughs> so good. The sun is such a short and quick thing that it I can't hate it. Well then, looks like you guys got the hang of it just like I hoped. Great. Alright. Let's go cross that desert, I say, covered in bandages. Yeah, these what? weird cross bandages that we all use for some reason. Although, it's funny, like, they, they take huge fucking beatings. Like, they they bleed everywhere. But this is this is the injury that Joey needs to get all these bandages for on top of his clothes. I love that his shirt is bandaged. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, my shirt got hurt. Whoops. Um, anyway, that... yeah. So, they're on a camel adventure. Yeah, oh, look it's... at that. Kakyoin does get a cloak. Oh. <laughs> I, what, where did they get cloaks uh, maybe they, get they came with the camels but it's so, funny because all right but Kakyoin got a cloak have one. but joey didn't get one joey only got one on that cover page he doesn't get one here that's really weird <laughs> but they're just in this endless desert and we can see that it's really hot because polnareff tells us that it's really hot that it's 50 degrees celsius out here which is like what is that, 120, 130 yeah, that, degrees that's Fahrenheit? Yeah, that's the bad zone. You don't want to be there. No. Man, it's really hot out here. Um, oh, this is a classic Joey face right here with his hat and it's covering his eyes, but he's very scared. Yeah. <laughs> 8 o'clock, huh? What time does your clock say? It's 8... It's 8.10. We've lost track of time. What's going on? It's past 8 p.m. I keep wavering on my Joey voice because I have to, like back out my throat to do an old man voice <laughs> why is the sun going down it's good what? to know that on these panels we're showing that uh Polnareff still has bandages on these on his tongue holy they, shit that's excellent I they haven't not... fallen off somehow <laughs> oh man he keeps getting a new one yeah but anyway we find out to to their surprise and to ours we find out that the sun is in fact a stand the sun is a stand or maybe the sun itself is a stand, as Polnareff <laughs> says, because the sun is rising in the west. Right. I can't, be I can't believe it. We're in the middle of a desert, and that sun has to be a stand. Uh, so they're very hot. Uh, I think the camels are dead at this point. They're not doing good. Oh, it's, no. seven it's 70 degrees Celsius. Like, 70 C is... That's 158 degrees. Yeah, that's insane. These you, guys they would all be, be dead. This they the would fucking be dead. it's the it's the wave energy, man. The, the wave energy does crazy shit to you. Oh, are you ha are you happy to see this Scorpo just disintegrate? <laughs> oh yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, there's a scorpion in the desert. We just see the time lapse of it just like 
crumble into dust. <laughs> this is not good. Not even the scorpions can't stand the heat. Um, Kakuin sends up Hierophant to look around, see if he can find the user. Like, it goes up about 100 meters, um, and he almost hits this fake stand sun, and it shoots out lasers at him. Like Another failed emerald splash. Take my emerald. It's like when you kill someone in the middle of their ultimate in uh, Overwatch. It's like, yeah. it's high. <laughs> this poor camel gets fucking eviscerated. In, in which panel? In the oh, next page. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the camel gets like three sun bullets through like its head, neck, and shoulder. And Joey is real concerned. It's like, the camels! <laughs> and this this drawing of Star Platinum beating up this hole in the ground is extremely classical strong, strongman-esque. Like, I was about like, to say, it seems very classic Superman. Yeah, that's immediately the vibe I got from it. It's very cool. Let me take a nice cap of that. It's just like... Because <laughs> Jorts is very helpful. It's, I'm digging a hole in the ground. Everyone, get into my hole. He didn't. He doesn't say get into my hole, but he might as well. <laughs> and it, it gets them, like, it, it helps a little bit, but... Yeah, they're in a hole now, which is is my favorite habitat. <laughs> Are you all right, Kakyoin? Yeah, I was in the middle of using Emerald Splash, so that protected me. I'm not hurt that much, but it's so hot, I think I'm going to pass out. Um, and yeah, now they're just in this hole waiting for death and the sun, uh, crushmushes the, uh, binoculars Joey was using and we get a very artful, son of a bitch. Oh my God. That is, that is some hell, that is hell of a fucking thing. This, this, uh, voice box, <laughs> like, where can I get the font pack? Of yeah. This? So it's like, it, it's like, imagine if he's saying son of a bitch, but in like a, like a comical tone, like, oh, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, we're going to die. And then <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the manga, in the part three anime, everyone just starts laughing. <laughs> And Joey, oh man, everyone's face, Jorts' face, this is like the third time he smiled in the entire story, and Joey just thinks everyone's losing their goddamn mind, which, fair, um, and Kakyoin, uh, breaks his laughter, oh man, these laughing panels are so good. (laughs) And then we get a real, another artful ass, oh my god, they all lost it because of the blazing heat. Am I the only one who is still sane from all this? And Kakyoin uh, stops laughing enough. So he's like, don't take this the wrong way, Mr. Joestar. See that rock over there? Isn't it big enough for someone to hide behind? What do you mean? Now look at the rock on the other side. Uh, you still don't get it? On the other side, there's a rock with the same exact size and shadow. <laughs> that must mean... <laughs> it's so stupid. As Polnareff <laughs> just... <laughs> accurately portrays this and then god damn star platinum with the big old wind up throws a rock and turns out it's a mirror (laughs) (laughs) and it's like this little rv thing um that was mirroring the rock so they were seeing the mirror image of this cart 
and this this jabroni on this cart this the stand user for the sun like he's just wearing a shirt with a sun on it because i don't think we ever get his name oh because joe even says eh, so this mean we beat him already it's over we don't even know what this guy's name is <laughs> when we beat him already <laughs> and because sir platinum just threw a rock and that was it I love that Jotaro is like, the sun card, stand. He was a formidable opponent, but once you figure out his trick, he's just another idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hurry to our next destination. It gets cold in the desert at night. Oh, they still have two camels left. Good for them. But, like, it's so we- This This is so weird. I remember when this episode uh, aired for the anime and everybody that, like, hadn't read the manga yet was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, because it's so silly. Like... <laughs> It's two chapters. It doesn't do anything, but it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, we, it's it's good. All right. Uh, so I think we'll put a hold on part three there because next week we're gonna do an entire episode dedicated to Death Thirteen because it's very good and important and important. It's spooky. Yes, very very spooky. So we're gonna jump over to you know grab out your books. We're gonna jump over to back to Rohan at the Louvre. Before we do that, I think it's worth mentioning that today at some point they put up a teaser trailer for i the, saw that i was gonna mention part that for movie yeah which, it looks dope yeah i think it looks fucking awesome personally like i know that there's some complaints about the the casting particularly for koichi because he's kind of tall but like i don't know how else you were gonna no human that. is that short at that at that in high school like no yeah no, no, no. it's insane personally i think jotaro looks fan fan fucking tastic Josuke looks, looks great. Okuyasu yeah, looks great. I think the whole, looks great. the whole thing looks great. It's all going to hinge on what wasn't in the trailer was the stands. And I, I was going to ask about, like, what I think, would be better, like, CG a la, like, the Death Note live action movies or just really good cosplay just standing slightly behind the actors because <laughs> i think I like it's definitely it's 100 percent gonna be cgi oh, hopefully it'll look a little better than ryuk did in the death <laughs> it's i think those... it's been a, enough time that hopefully they figured it out but i think a lot of uh the quality of the movie is gonna hinge on the way the stands are animated because if they look like shit <laughs> then uh <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck on the image of just another guy just standing behind the stand user, just like acting out in pantomime. Oh God! <laughs> With CG yeah, I, I really hope. Uh, I really hope they do one of those limited run, like Funimation can do one of their limited run cinema releases for it, because I would, I would love, love, love to go see it in a theater. Yeah, do, do they release like live action stuff? I yeah, they did. They, they did Shin Godzilla. Oh, fuck. I completely forgot. And they did the Attack on Titan movies. Oh, those came out? Those were released over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But yeah, did, so I hope that happens. Did you go to happens. see them, Andrew? I did not go. I did, you, I did Attack not. Attack on I Titan. I did not. Super fan number one. I did not go to see the Shingekis <laughs> or the Kyojins. <laughs> or the Shingeki no Kyojins. <laughs> I, had, I had no part of that. But anyway, I'm I'm stoked. I hope I hope it gets brought over here. But let's uh let's break out our books. It's story time. And right where we left off. Uh, yeah, you you put the marker in like a good book boy. Oh yeah, so we left off right with uh Rohan 
uh, like, he was doing pretty good with this lady friend of his, but then he had to go and open up her face. Oh, yeah, and then, okay, that's where we are. Um, like, And then I Rohan's just, back to creepy Rohan. I just finished my manuscript. I drew it for you. That woman, <laughs> that's me? You drew me I, in your manga? What but I really why? love about this is what? it's a Rocky drawing a shittier version of his drawing. <laughs> It's really strange. And we get it in a couple different perspectives. So this first panel uh, has, like, just the corner of the page. So it looks weird. Mm. And it gets a little more detailed as we zoom up to the to the image. But then we cut back to zoom out to Sarah and the girl. And she's mm-hmm. holding the manuscript. And then, it, and then, like, it's a shitty version of the shitty drawing. And then we come up a little closer to see that it's... Araki basically had a had to give Rohan his own art style, which is slightly different than Araki's art style. And in a <laughs> bubble, I think this is like really fascinating. Like I wonder no, it's how he cool. did that. Yeah. I I want to point out on the next page uh, when she starts losing her mind. This is the little panel of Rohan when he's just like, huh? Like she did not the, take it well. <laughs> the the way his neck is cocked there, it's like. An the way his angle. neck is cocked. What the just, fuck? It's just like. <laughs> Who would? Why would you describe it as cocked? Because his neck, like, if something is cocked at an angle, that that's how you use cocked. <laughs> oh God, I've never heard that. You never, you never heard cocked using. Oh God, now it's starting to sound not like a word. <laughs> And now I gotta make sure that I haven't been using cocked wrong my entire life. I know, like you cock a gun. Yeah, it's the sa- it's the same sort of thing, unless oh it's not. I would which... never use it in that instance. Okay, all right, it's exactly what. All right, cock, past tense, cocked, past participle, still cocked, tilt <laughs> something in a particular direction. She cocked her head slightly to one side. I hate that. You you know what, Jack? You would know that you could use the word like that. I Jack, that. you would know words. Yeah, that's a dumb word. A dumb <laughs> word that I don't like. Anyway, she starts stabbing the shit out of his paper with a scissor, which is like very rude. And she's saying that it's bad and bad. It's crap. It's crap. It's crap. Why'd you do it? It's totally ludicrous. She and... like slices right through this weird drawing of Heaven's Door, like touching her shoulder. Oh, yeah, because it's Pink Dark Boy. Right. Um, and then she's just crying. It's so it's so stupid. Rohan, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm sorry for everything. And then she runs away. She disappeared for good. She didn't even come back to the inn or the village. The wind had carried away Nanase Fujikura. Soon the summer came to an end. I started my manuscript again, and by the end of the fall, the story opened for me... The story opened for me the way to a career as a mangaka. Open, that is... Mm. It's, it, I think it's written correct. This is the second instance in the translation of this that it's like... It, I think it's technically grammatically correct, but it doesn't work when you say it out loud. No. It, yeah, I but don't know. You know, what's, you know what's funny is that for whatever reason, the way the line work is done on this, on this crescent moon just kind of makes it look like a weird eye. <laughs> Oh, oh man! You know oh, those like man. eye enemies in Mario sixty four that you have to like run around them to kill them. This is what yeah. That this like. is just this. Don't those have a stupid name, like Igors or something like that? Eye enemies. 
Uh, All the Mario enemies have dumb names, so it's Yeah, quality. because they're... No, no. Uh, whatever. Um, let's talk about Okuyasu. Oh yeah, how... so we cut to the page and we get to see the, our part four friends again. Except drawn in weird stale ball run art style. And we get this drawing of Okuyasu, which I could only describe as a work of fine, fine art. It's funny because... Um... They're they're talking about the Mona Lisa, and he drew a little thing of the Mona Lisa in the in the speech bubble, and then Okuyasu does the Mona Lisa pose, like right after. <laughs> yeah, so basically, he tried to draw Okuyasu to look like the Mona Lisa, and it is so it's so good. It's yeah, so wonderful because Okuyasu is asking him to draw, uh, or to pose like that, so he can take a picture of Rohan. Oh, because he's holding his phone. I couldn't parse what that was because it's a yeah. flip phone and it's 2017. Um, yeah, and they're, they're talking and then he leaves after saying a name. It's like, that reminds me. His name was Nzema Nyamamura. I think that was the guy who died with the curse. Um, oh, man. Oh, this is where the colors change and it's really yep, cool. this is the first color change, so... We're going to say goodbye to our uh, our Moira friends. It was nice to see them. Yeah, we saw the back of Josuke's head. <laughs> and, oh, God, oh no. The the eye enemy is called Mr. Eye. <laughs> but the, it's just Mr. Eye, just the letter I. Oh, God. That makes it so much worse. Oh, gross. Um, so now we're going to go to France. And he needs, sure it's not Italy? Rohan- what? Sure it's not Italy? He's literally holding a postcard that says Paris. I, I don't know. I still think the Louvre's in Italy. <laughs> anyway, so he's he needs to see the Mona Lisa. He needs to know what it's all about. So we, we changed the color to a blue and pink hue. And Rohan looks very good. He's a good boy. And oh, oh, then we get this full color spread of just Rohan bearing his midriff for anyone who wants to see. <laughs> yeah, this is like the basically like the iconic page for for this little story. Uh, just Rohan standing in front of the Louvre. It's very nice. Yeah, uh, some of, like maybe one of the best one of the best Rocky just like single drawings of all time. The perspective it's, it's is like really cool. The perspective is like shockingly good. Like somewhere down the line Araki eventually got good at like regular drawing skills so like somewhere in between part five and part six he learned about perspective and like clean lines and anatomy and all the things that most artists know in high school Araki was a little behind but <laughs> this is spectacular <laughs> and I just flipping the page um, a couple, a couple people come up and it's like, "Are you Rohan Gashibi? Yes, the mangaka. Autograph, please, for me too. It's incredible seeing Dude, you." Dude, what's in real happening life. to this guy's neck? This guy broke his neck. Oh God, his head is very much cocked. His head uh, is fucking horizontal. <laughs> hmm. So you like manga then? Yeah, of course. Sign this for my girlfriend. Have you looked at your getup? Do you know what you look like? <laughs> Coming from Rohan, that's so rich. Um, because the these couple of 
couple of mooks talking to him. I'm like, what it? What is this style? Like, oh, what's the uh, man? There's a British word. For, oh, chav, chav. You know that C H A V. Nah. Oh, uh, it's it's like punk, but like a like a particular kind of just like like trashy looking dude. I don't know. I I don't. If that's a slur, I apologize. <laughs> Fr- like up front, I don't actually know. Um, but that's just what comes to mind. Uh, and Rohan just is like, if you really love manga, respect this place, okay? When you come to admire the masterpieces of great masters, you better dress up better than that. Next time, put on a tie instead of dressing like you're going skateboarding. <laughs> Rohan all of a sudden became a museum snob. Yeah. So. And, and they're like, what about the autograph? And it's like, look closely, okay? Thanks and goodbye. And then... Like magic, they're holding autographs <laughs> because he's <laughs> Rohan Kashivi. Um, so he meets oh. up with this. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say. So he meets the he meets this lady, and she's the uh, she's an interpreter who's gonna help him. He's just gonna help him go through the Louvre, and just his response is just the pleasure is shared. <laughs> okay, Ch- uh, Chav is not a racist slur. It's just uh, a young, lower-class person who displays brash and loudish behavior and wears a real or imitation designer clothes. Okay. I'm safe. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, were these guys in the beginning, uh, like, on the other page, talking Japanese? Because I don't think they were. I don't How... fucking know, man. <laughs> How's that work? They're or maybe Rohan speaks This French. lady is a Japanese interpreter. Is Are those guys from France? Maybe Rohan speaks French because he he probably speaks French. Um, so Rohan came here because he was looking for information on the painting by that ghost man who with the that was darker than black. Remember, right? That, that's why we're here. Um, it's a piece by a Japanese painter. So my memory wasn't very good. I preferred to travel. I'm afraid that what information I could give you wouldn't be sufficient. Um. And she's like, yeah, it's here by Nizuma and Yamamura, right? And then, like, this beat panel that's just him saying, really? But it's, like, <laughs> really, like, like sketchy, almost, but, oh, man. It's very strange, but it, honestly, though, it's funny because it, it, this, whole, this whole book has this, like, weird jumping around aesthetic but it, mm-hmm. it all me- meshes together somehow and yeah like, so it has this one random panel that's just it's just uh oh look now it's all sketchy and liney and no color or anything it's like okay so that makes sense yeah i wish i knew better art words to describe it but oh well oh i and, don't know any art words yeah i love how rohan's like weird paper crown is still like rendered in super high detail with the shadows like why do you wear that my friend what are you doing um so yeah he wants to see this painting because he came all the way from japan to see it couldn't you give me authorization no it's not that simple you gotta wait several weeks um and they try to open the file for the painting but it won't open and why is that and the the painting is in a storage area called Z13. That's not weird. <laughs> Z13. 
This does not please Mr. Kashivi. No, because he's got to wait a while. But then the lady comes back and it's like, you've been authorized to go into the security area. As well as two firemen from the security services and myself. Um, thanks for all the authorization. But all these precautions make me feel like I'm going to prison. <laughs> and it turns out that they don't know what they're going to find in there. Because we've never heard of that painting. We've never heard of that painter, Nizaman Yamamura. At least not until now. Uh... And Area Z-13 has been abandoned for 50 years. So Not 50. This is supposed to be the curator of Galoove, but he kind of just looks like a Yakuza boss. Is Mr. Goucher a real man? I want to find out. Like, did they actually, did he actually put the real curator of Galoove in this book? Yeah. Uh... No, no, he's he's oh, okay. not he's not a real person. That's good. Um, yeah, so we, we get some exposition about where uh, Sword Area Z-13 is located with this, like, definitely just straight-up copied-over floor map of the Louvre, which is very funny. Oh, yeah, this happens, like, when mangakas want to draw, like, a blueprint or, like, something super geometrical, they'll just, like, find the thing or trace it, because, like, no one's got enough time to... Oh no! Yeah, totally. Like, fair enough. I just was just saying. It's like, oh yeah, we we're, we're learning more about the Louvre. This is educational. Yeah, and that area down there has been flooded for thirty years. Well, it was flooded thirty years ago, so they moved all the works out of there. But the system still says that the painting is down there, um, and it's a veritable labyrinth. And this is just another big ad for the Louvre. Just all all this this gang. Walking down the hallways, looking all at all these very, very uh, nice recreations of the art. I, I don't. He, there's no way that a Rocky drew all of this himself, right? There's, there's no, no. He, he like he or his assistants like grabbed. I mean, the Louvre probably gave him uh, like reproductions of it, or just like sent him just scans. Some, yeah, he just put some filters over it to make it look more in line with the manga. But yeah, maybe it, he drew over like parts for the frame and like the the screen tones and such right um and they keep walking they're walking they get in some man how big is the louvre is it really this big yeah it's huge it's fucking gigantic okay um what part of the museum are you below right now sorry but i can't tell you it's top secret Right. We're going. We're going to the Area Fifty Two of art museums. We're going to Area Z Thirteen. Um, and the filter changes again, and now it's blue. Now everything's blue. Mm-hmm. Blue, blue, blue. Walking down the stairs, and they're trying to break down this door because the lock is rusted shut. This door probably hasn't been opened in a hell of a long time. <laughs> But that's where the storage area is, and they can see that the painting is like on a rack, like right behind the door. Like they can see it from the door. It's like it's too dark. I can't really see. It's a painting for sure. The hell's it doing here? Do we need authorization to break the lock? Um. And then suddenly they all pull back because something moved on the other side. But it was probably a rat. And, he, and Rocky drew, like, this this cute little rat right here. Just, like, <laughs> just hanging out in this speech bubble. Just bust in this door. Um, so they kick it down, and there's nothing else in this room. It's just the painting. 
There are tons of rats here. <laughs> so many fucking rats. Yeah, lot, lots and lots and lots of rats. Um, and then, uh, oh, some bad stuff starts to yeah, happen. Some, oh my god, something really bad happens. Uh, we see this guy, the security guy, who was close to the painting, just kind of like shudder for a second. And just plop, plop, plop. And blood splatters everywhere as this man's face comes off yuck yeah his brains are coming out half of his skull is just oh i like the sound effect at the bottom of this page because it's just blorsh (laughs) we go from floosh to blorsh oh and the next page blorsh to prosh um i guess that's the sound it makes when you when you get melted yeah, you what get is fucking eviscerated. Yeah, it's it's oh deba or something. And like it just that. keeps happening to the guy. Like it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, this is like slow motion, and like his brains are just coming out everywhere. Oh, I like the, at the the reverse of the page. Um, like the other side of his face almost comes up to meet the top of his face. Yeah, so it's like he's looking at himself. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's terrible. that's so bad. Everyone hates this, especially his identical twin friend. It's like, what's what's happening? Um, and then the body of the guy flies up into the ceiling, destroying what, whatever was left of his head. Um, what What's wrong with him? He was hit in the head? Something went through his skull. What the hell? And you think on the... You want to finish this scene? Or... Do you want to want to cut it here and finish? Because this this is probably a good place to stop for the rest of the. Uh, okay, yeah. You want to just cut it off? Uh, I'll put the bookmark right over in. But what's wrong with him? He was hit on the head. Something yep, went through I'll throw the bookmark in over there. So we will, we will finish this up in two weeks. Uh, what's next week? We're gonna do death thirteen. Oh, all of it. Yeah, like we literally said the last two weeks we've been saying that we're going to do a whole episode dedicated to oh, Death 13. Man, you know when I log off, I just like, I log off. I said it in the episode. I said it to right now, Jack, when we were recording. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Jack, are you saying to all these people that you're just not paying attention to anything? No, I'm paying the most attention. Some would say I pay too much attention. <laughs> but... Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us on another all-new, all-exciting episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. And, you know. Yeah, listen to us. It's good to have you here. Won't you? (laughs) Go ahead and check us out. I know you're already listening. Yeah. But listen to some more. Tell tell your friends. Like, yell at your friends and, like, throw your phone at them. It's like, listen to this. Listen. Just listen. Hey, hey, you, Mr. Friend, do you also like a comic book enough as I do to listen to all podcasts of these guys reading it back to me and commenting on the funny faces? <laughs> then you should check out What a Beautiful Podcast. Are you curious about why all these kids are doing weird poses these days? Well, <laughs> listen up. Here's do you know why. what a JoJo pose is? Well, you can find out. Just right here. But yeah, iTunes, Google Play soundcloud follow us on twitter at jojo underscore cast i like to post the uh the funny faces from the week over there and it's just a good time oh wait we're not gonna finish this for three weeks because jojolian is probably the week after next 
Oh, the, that's some unfortunate timing. Sorry, folks. The uh, Rohan at the Louvre is going to get put on hold for a bit. Yeah, just because uh, to Jolien, like, what's going on there? Who knows? Who knows? But I, I'm always excited to find out. But be sure to check back next week, like we said, which Jack will remember this time, for Death 13 in its entirety. And then we will have Jolien in the following week. So all kinds of fun stuff coming up. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. See you next time.